The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Meditation doesn't have to be a solo practice. Meditation is more fun with friends. Looking for a way to drop in and hang out at the same time? Join us online at Omega Institute for a meditation party with self-proclaimed meditation nerds Dan Harris, host of the 10% Happier podcast, Sabene Selassie and Jeff Warren. This three-day retreat will stream live from Omega's Hudson Valley Campus, May 17th to 19th. Don't miss the party. Reserve your spot at eomega.org slash party today. In this episode, we answer the question, so we notice you're into cats. How did you get to be so into cats? Welcome to the podcast where it's all about living your love story and making your life and world a story where love wins. My name is Sienna. And my name is Toast. We've been partners in life, love, and music since 2001. Welcome to our podcast. A cat episode. A very unusual episode. Okay, so we get this question so often, which is like, why are you guys into cats? Have you always been into cats? Why cats? And I got to say, a lot of these people are not like mega cat lovers, but it's okay. Would that be true? I think that's true. Because people who lo- who are mega cat lovers mm-hmm. get it. Why cats? Absolutely. I so. Cats. I guess so. I'm, I'm just smiling because, with myself. I'm just smiling because it's yet another lesbian <laughs> stereotype, right? Oh, yeah. I wasn't oh even thinking God. of that. We are just I wasn't so even thinking of that. How funny. Well, I'm sorry. It's your fault you have so much plaid. You are perpetuating the stereotype. It is what it is. We have a truck. I'm sorry. I'm not apologizing. I'm sorry. We're vegetarians. We have acoustic guitars. I'm sorry. I don't know. We play folk music. I'm sorry. (laughs) I don't know what else to say. Oh, my God. (laughs) We do not have Birkenstocks. Nor do we have Crocs. No, but Crocs aren't a lesbian thing. Are you sure? That's just comfort for people. That's just pure comfort. Uh, I don't know. We no longer have Doc Martens, but in our younger days, I would say I that you did. Yeah. All right. So that's the little lesbian introduction. I also don't put a pack of cigarettes in the in the sleeve of my t-shirt but and roll not it up. All I don't lesbians do that. Do that. <laughs> Every lesbian we know does oh not do that. Oh my gosh. Well, yeah. We know no lesbians that do that. Deep in here. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> but cats, yes. Cats are yes. We're sticking okay. to talking about so, cats in this episode. Again, if you missed the, now the past two episodes, we are doing shorter episodes for you all in lieu of taking a hiatus from the podcast. So we still hope you um, join us every Tuesday to get a kick out of it. Yeah. Actually, it'll free you up to do other stuff, too. <laughs> so you'll have more time. Um, okay, so why cats? So um, I would say that I have always loved animals. Since I was really young. And Toast, you always loved animals too. Yeah. But not a severe animal lover like me. Yeah, not as severe. <laughs> um, 
I do have very fond memories as a as a kid with my um, great grandma who would feed all the cats in the neighborhood. So I have wonderful memories of those cats. Um, But I would say that together, Toast and I, it all really started, well, when we met, I had two cats. Mm -hmm. I had one cat. You had one cat. Um, So we already loved cats. We can't blame it on each other. Coming together, right. But there was one place that we lived um, where... We noticed a lot of stray cats coming, showing up, showing up, showing up. And we also noticed that, hey, these are senior cats. Mm -hmm. And they had some issue, you know. Health issue. Yeah, health issue. One might have a weepy eye. One might be limping. You know, all different kinds of things going on for them. And none of them were fixed. None of them were fixed. Then we, we inquired and we found out that our, a neighbor of ours, this, um, elderly uh, gentleman used to feed all the cats in the neighborhood but then he passed away so the cats heard, now yeah and we just happened no longer, to hear about that yeah from a neighbor um, and it turned out this this man who had passed lived on the next block over or something mm-hmm. yeah it wasn't right there yeah it was like yeah but that's cats the story we you. were told anyway cats will find you and so it started with one and then more came by mm-hmm. And it was just, it was, it was hard because they needed, they needed medical attention. Mm-hmm. So at the time, Tosa and I were doing music um, full time. And because all these cats were showing up at our door, we decided to create an organization called Concerts for Cats, where we would uh, use our music to help raise money for these cats in need of medical attention, senior cats in need of medical attention. We didn't want them falling through the cracks. And so we started taking care, we started providing care for a whole bunch of senior cats, which meant um, taking them to have them fixed. And then, um, and they could only get fixed if their health problems weren't too severe. Right, because you can't undergo surgery, right? Right. If, if your body right, can't so they would have to do it. blood work first, yeah. which is like you know, back in the day it was probably like eighty dollars. Now I would say it's like maybe a hundred dollars for full blood work. Um, they would have to have all these tests, all that kind of stuff. So, anyways, that's why we're into cats. We learned so much about the process from from having like this crash course with taking care of all these these animals and. Um, we we quickly found out that raising money is one thing and actually providing the care is a whole other thing. Mm. And we just, we so burned out because we would have a gig and we would be rushing home after a gig to give a cat its antibiotics or to give a shot or to do whatever that cat needed. Um, and so it was a lot. Mm. And one particular cat um, whose name... Who, who we named Sam, that was like my total soul cat. And it really, it's amazing, these animals, because you don't even need to know them for years and years and years and years mm-hmm. in order for you to feel such a deep connection mm-hmm. with them. So Sam was one of my soul cats. And from his journey with IBD, and he also had throat cancer and all kinds of stuff, that's where we quickly learned about cats being over-vaccinated. Um, we learned about 
the benefits raw of raw food diet. for cats. This was like in the early 2000s um, before raw food was available commercially. Mm-hmm. Right. So you would make it. We would make his raw food in the kitchen. Um, so early on, we 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 there was a need and we would learn and we would try. Mm-hmm. And so we just, that's what happened. That's where we were just immersed and we tried to do everything we could. Um, and then what else happened? Oh, and then I got a job working in holistic animal care. Mm-hmm. and um, Focused on cats. Focused on cats. And then, and that's kind of still what are. I do today. So um, that's why cats. <laughs> that's our background when it comes to cats. Anything well, you want to add, Toast? Because well, the only thing, okay, talking. two things I want to add. Number one, I looking back on it now, because our encounter with all of these, it basically was a stray cat colony that stumbled yep. across our path, right? And some of them were a little more, still had feral tendencies. Exactly. Some of them didn't. and Yeah. yeah. So I think the fact that um, that kind of crossed our path just as you and I were beginning our relationship, honestly, right? Mm-hmm. It was the beginning of our relationship. I think that kind of bonded us in a way, along with the music. Mm-hmm. Like it, it was a cause and a project that we, we both could needed to together. show up for together, yeah. right? Oh, yeah. And then the other thing is that I think it was also the catalyst for our interest and our realization of how important nutrition is. Not just for cats, but for, for humans us. too. Yes, and that's so true. Yeah, right. Bec- and even about um, the medical industrial complex. Yes, I totally. I, I want to say, mm-hmm. you know, just being, totally. just being so much more aware of um, the the need to take personal responsibility for your own health instead of just going to the doctor and just you know Mm -hmm. just following what the quote-unquote conventional path is in Mm -hmm. terms of treating uh, disease you know like hey how about prevention how about learning what you know your body um, does best on in terms Mm -hmm. of nutrition yeah I remember that we that's kind of what started us to explore vegetarian diet Mm -hmm then yeah. vegan at different times, then raw vegan at different times. Mm-hmm. And I remember I kept getting sick. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I think I had, then I had pneumonia twice. And then I went um, raw vegan mm-hmm. and my health just got so much better. Mm-hmm. And however, <laughs> you can't, like your body just, your body is always changing. Exactly. And now right. a raw vegan diet is not the best thing for my body. Mm-hmm. So, you know, but it but it definitely was the the thing that helped us explore like, wow, if this is true for cats, what is it for us? Right. So we yeah, so yeah. I'm so grateful for that period in our lives. Yeah, but so that's why cats. That's why cats, everyone. And now my question to toast is, why not more cats? <laughs> We only have one cat. We have, and sometimes amongst our animal uh, loving loving friends, mm-hmm. I'm embarrassed because <laughs> I feel like we should have more cats. Like we're not doing our part. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we did get him a little early. You know, Kumin had passed away. Our cat of over 19 years passed away, and then he just showed he him and his litter. 
mm-hmm. needed help. We said we'd foster, and Bear was the only one that didn't get adopted, and then it was over. And then he was adopted by us. <laughs> yeah. And he's going to live happily ever after. I know, but he needs friends. Yeah. He's doing fine. I need more cats. <laughs> Whoa, you, you said that with like, it sounded like a threat. I need more. I need more cats. Toast. That's I need so more cats. That's so funny. Okay. All right. Okay, but that's why cats. Um, <laughs> so anyways, we hope you enjoyed this quick episode. If you have any questions or anything you'd like us to answer on one of our future quick casts, quick podcasts, feel free to email us at info at com, or you can always message us on Instagram or Facebook. We do check it now. Every day. We're there. (laughs) So until next time, this is Sienna. And this is Toast, inviting you, as always, to live your love story. Hi, I'm Jane Asher, and I believe, and from what I've been shown, that when our loved ones die, they don't really leave. They just slip into the next room. On my podcast, I explore the bigger picture surrounding life on Earth and what follows when we do die. I speak with authors, friends, transition specialists, and other experts about every facet of death, dying, grief, hospice care, cultural traditions, and also our beliefs about that final journey and what we may end up facing. Please join me on The Next Room on the mindbodyspirit.fm podcast network or wherever you get your podcasts.